0: hello idiots on parade the two ugly for tv podcast hi jake how's it going uh all as well uh i just spent 12 hours in a car 13 12 hours 12 and a half no 12 and a half 13 5 to 6 yeah so 13 hours in a car driving to colorado springs colorado
1: Nice. Uh, there's not a lot of good reasons to be in the car for 12 hours, but that's definitely one of them. That's a, it's a good part of the country, man.
0: Uh, it's, it's pretty. We've talked about this before, though. Colorado Springs decided not to legalize pot. They can do it by city, municipality, oh, yeah. or whatever. And I talked about that last time I was here, which is, I mean, you could literally drive 10 minutes and get it, but it's just silly that uh, they say, oh, we're conservative, which means, oh, okay. So you believe in less government unless it dictates – who you marry, who you sleep with, what you put in your body. We're conservative, less government, except it's just silly. That's too bad, man. I
1: i think eventually they're going to have to sort of come around on that. Uh, of course, there are dry counties, I suppose, you know, in places like Utah. Yeah, the, yeah it maybe won't, they'll stay that way. It
0: won't be a federal thing like gay marriage. You can't really go like, pot must be legal now. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... I wanted to start today by doing a follow-up or continuing with Kim Davis not so much Kim Davis but as you know she uh, got out of jail the other day and Mike Huckabee was there and and uh, Ted Cruz was there and they were all like yay Jesus and religious freedom and no more repressing our religion our religion is awesome uh, or uh, they I take that back they, they weren't like our religion is awesome they just kept saying religion is awesome you can't re-. so here we go i want to see mike huckabee take up and champion the fight of Sheree stanley Sheree stanley do you know who that is no no she is a muslim who was a flight attendant who got suspended and is getting fired suspended oh yeah i heard about that. because she yeah. wouldn't serve alcohol because it's against her stupid religion and i'm not saying that islam is stupid i'm saying all religion is stupid so don't be angry from thinking i'm just picking on his islam muslim whatever it is um yeah because oh my personal religion dictates that i can't drink which means i can't touch a bottle, a glass, uh, and hand it to someone? Fuck that. That's stupid. So I want Huckabee and his uh, hypocritical clan, who are all about religious liberty and religious persecution, to wanting it to end, to champion her fight, to say, yeah, she, she's a Muslim, she shouldn't have to serve alcohol. I want them to, to champion her fight now. And I've been tweeting him, obviously not getting any responses, but uh, what do you think? I mean, it's obviously hypocrisy if they don't fight her cause because she's being persecuted for her religion.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you should be for or against both of them, or neither of them. I'm, I'm personally in favor of both parties being fired. I, I think, uh, gay people should be able to get married, and all people should be able to get drunk on airplanes. Airplanes fucking suck, man. You got to do that. You got to do that sober, just because of some weird book from the desert, you know, fifteen hundred years ago or whatever. That, that's not right.
0: Before airplanes were invented or even dreamed of, you know.
1: Yeah, I kind of feel like if a prophet had to sit on a, on a plane for 16 hours, he'd kind of loosen his stance on alcohol on airplanes. He'd be like, listen, I know I said it's bad most of the time, but goddamn, I just flew to uh, New Zealand. That was, that was a bastard. You need, you need booze for a New Zealand flight. So if you're flying on an airplane for more than four hours, God says you got to pass.
0: I mean, I fucking uh, being in my car for 12 hours sucks cock. But at least I can pull over, stretch my legs, take a piss. You know, I mean, not that you can't stretch your legs and take a piss on a plane, but it's a lot more awkward and difficult. You know, the, the bathrooms are cramped, and you what can you do? Walk up and down the aisles, big deal. Yeah. I used to have a joke, uh, you just reminded me, I had a joke about that. Uh, the first time I ever went to perform for the troops, um, we went through Amsterdam, and my joke was that you fly into Amsterdam where uh, prostitution and marijuana are both legal. Then you fly to Kuwait, which uh, is an Islamic country, which means alcohol is forbidden, and women are covered head to toe in the beekeeper outfits. So what I'm trying to tell you is the Bible got it wrong. Heaven to hell isn't a lifetime of sin. It's just a five-hour flight. There you go.
1: It's true. It's true.
0: That's all (laughs) it is. So, So... I guess we've determined that Mike Huckabee, if he does not, within the next couple days, champion this young woman's uh, plight to not have to touch a bottle that has alcohol in it, even though she would just be touching glass, and she's not being forced to drink it. You know, not that this would ever happen. If for some reason the airline said, hey, you got to chug a beer before you start serving the, the passengers, okay, that would be against her religion, and I would say, you know what, she doesn't have to do that, but... uh
1: and she should at least have to smoke a joint or something. You know what I mean? Take a couple one hitters.
0: Either way, until Huckabee takes I don't think up weeds case, against the on So the so she should
1: be able to a, depending on which country she's in, if it's legal, she should have to, you know, do a do a one hitter or whatever. It's it's not fair that the rest of the uh the the flight attendants have to be buzzed and she doesn't. Yeah.
0: So anyway, that's uh, pretty much all I wanted to start with. You got anything you want to talk about? I saw something stupid on Facebook I'll bring up later
1: if you want. Well, real quick, I I know I talked about this last week with Kim Davis, but that whole little video of her with Mike Huckabee and all the Jesus signs and all the cheering people, that's exactly what the fuck I said was going to happen last week, man.
0: Although you didn't uh, call that she would come up to Eye of the Tiger – and that the the, uh, writer, the author of that song, the guy that wrote it, would be pissed. And I've read that they're suing. I don't know if they can. But either way, he, really? issued a, he issued a harsh statement saying, don't fucking use my song as your victory song, you cunt.
1: That's funny as hell, man.
0: I love it when politicians do that. When they pick a song they like and they don't realize that most decent artists are liberal in nature. Like, you... There are very few conservative artists, and there are even fewer conservative-leaning leading artists, leaning artists that are interesting or relevant. I mean, you'd say, you, like, you, Toby Keith is on the right, and, I mean, he sings about a fucking drinking out of a red plastic cup. Not too creative, not too interesting.
1: Well, here's, here's one thing that I'm wondering with her now. Oh, sorry, my microphone fell there. Here's, here's what I'm wondering now. Uh, now that she is out of jail, because I I remember they were saying that the whole reason they had to send her to jail instead of just firing her was because she's an elected fi- official. And for some reason, it's next to impossible to fire her, but sending her to jail, that was so much easier. Uh, now that she's out of jail, does she, does she
0: get her job back? Like, how does that work? Yes, she's going back to work. The judge in his order said... Um, Your deputies, the deputies, when she was in jail, the deputies started issuing licenses uh, because they're not dicks. And uh, so now the story is the judges said if a marriage license comes in, you fucking walk away, let your deputies take care of it and you'll be fine. Except she's saying that the marriage licenses issued while she was in jail are null and void because she's the big boss and everything has to go through her. So uh, hopefully, God willing, if there is a God, she will end up back in jail for continuing to be a cunt. It doesn't sound like she's just going to go, oh, I learned my lesson. I'll let the deputies go to hell for issuing gay marriage licenses. Um,
1: So there we go. The jail thing did nothing. If anything, it made it worse because now she's got all this support. They should just, I can't believe there's not some clause in there to make it to where you can fire somebody, you mean to tell me if she showed up to work like, okay, I I I got elected deputy, whatever. Um, I'm clerk of court. I'm whatever her title is. But two weeks later, she shows up drunk as hell, with little crystal meth all over her nose, and uh, just just rambling and whatever, not doing her job. You mean to tell me that they 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 can't get her fired? I mean, if she's completely derelict of of duty. Uh, This is crazy, man. How is there not some kind of clause in there?
0: Yeah, I I hear you. It makes no sense. I mean, she's actively not doing her job. If you can't get fired from an elected uh, for not doing your job, I I don't know. I don't know why you have to wait for the next election or do a recall or a special election. It seems like a lot of work just to get rid of someone that's a pain in the ass.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like there's something seriously wrong with our society to where it's 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 somehow easier to just throw somebody in jail than it is to be like, oh, okay, you don't want to do your job, pack up your shit and go home. It's it, it's it's bad. I think it kind of stems back to the stuff we were talking about last week about how we. We, we use jail too much when we don't need to. We use it longer than we should as far as a lot of sentences. And then when people are done, we don't let them walk away from their sentence. We make it follow them around and make it difficult throughout their entire life to where they just do the things to go back to jail. I mean, I, I think things like that are why we have such a big uh, prison population. I mean, I think jail should just be used for. People that are some kind of threat to society, or is like a last resort. This was neither. She was not a threat to society, nor was it a last resort. It was like a a judge said, "Hey, will you will you please do your job?" And she was like, "No." And he said, "Pretty please?" And she said, "No." And then he said, "Okay, you go to jail." We should be able to fire her. That should be. She shouldn't go to jail for this unless we fire her and she literally chains herself to the desk. And doesn't let anyone else stamp marriage licenses. That's that should be the only way she goes to jail for this. She should be able to just get fired, man. This is crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a standard go to thing though. Contempt of court does generally put you in like general, like not general population. You just go sit in a county, you know, the 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 soft jail. So, but that's- well, okay. So
1: why not why not fines instead? Just do fines. Like you're fired. And if you really want to make it a bigger thing, do fines. Why should the taxpayers have to pay to lock this lady up, pay for more staff to watch her, pay for her her meals and things like that when it has done nothing, if, if good, I feel, you know, as far as, you know, helping, did it help her be less homophobic? Fuck no. Did it help the people around her be less homophobic? No. All it did was it gave them some kind of rally cry. Like Rosa Parks would have not done nearly as much for the. Uh, civil rights movement. If they would have just let her go the fuck home, and you know the same is true for the other side. You know, if we would have just told that lady, oh, you don't want to do your job, go the fuck home. This wouldn't be happening. You know, there wouldn't be politicians standing next to this lady on some victory stage after she gets out of jail. She wouldn't. They, they, there's no need to make make her a martyr. I, I think I think we're doing good things for their side. And, and bad things for ours.
0: Um, I agree and disagree. I think that if she got fired, there would still be the same uproar and people. Cause I mean, look what happened with that fucking pizza place in Indiana. The first thing, they, Oh, it's so sad. I have to close my doors and go out of business. Oh, you, you raised a million dollars on, on uh, the internet for me. Thank you. It, it'd be the same thing. Now, yeah,
1: there, there'd be, there'd be some, but the, the, the question then is, is, is the scale. Would it be a, A 1 on the scale of support, or would it be a 10? I think it would have been a 1 to a 3. Now it's like an 11, man. I mean, mean, that's the thing. She is so much stronger for her side. It's kind of like in Star Wars when Obi-Wan Kenobi says to Darth Vader, you can strike me down now, Darth. But in death, I will become stronger than you can possibly imagine.
0: And I went to Kohl's yesterday or Monday. Monday. Monday I went to Kohl's with my wife and family. She needed to return something, so we took the kids and everything. And I guess last Friday was Force Friday, where all the new Star Wars shit came out. And I went into Kohl's and I saw a bunch of it. They have toys, they have t-shirts, all the new Star Wars crap. And all I could think was, why would I want to buy any of this before the movie comes out? And I know whether or not it sucks. Because I remember... I got burned like this before. I didn't buy anything, but I got all excited (laughs) when Star Wars Episode One, the first prequel, came out, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" When they announced it, like he's finally making the next one, and everybody got an erection and was like, "This is going to be..." And then you go see it, and it's fucking Jar Jar Binks, and it's the worst movie ever made, and you hate it. I mean, I I I have my the sad thing is is I'm buying into it again. My hopes are up because J.J. Abrams, I thought, was brilliant with Star Trek, but he also made Super Eight, which sucked. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen? The whole point is I'm not going to go buy a Star Wars shirt in September for a movie that comes out in December. You know, I, that kind of reminds
1: me of the movie Fanboys. Did you ever see the movie Fanboys?
0: Uh, I've heard of it. Is that a documentary about Star Trek nerds?
1: Not a documentary. It's like It's like a comedy, basically. Oh, okay. One, they, there's there's friends from high school who you know, they've been out of high school for a little while, a few years, whatever, and they, they were huge Star Wars nerds, and they kind of get back together because one of them finds out he's dying of cancer, has six months to live, and this movie takes place in the in in the past. It takes place right before Episode One comes out, like a year before, <laughs> and so their plan is is they're gonna they're gonna they're go gonna across make him the
0: country live until that movie comes out.
1: No, oh. no. They know he's not going to live. They're not that oh. optimistic, but they are optimistic enough to think that they can break into George Lucas' ranch oh. and steal a copy of the movie before okay. it comes out. <laughs> and and so, yeah, they, they were just like, ah, fuck it, you know, he's not going to live. So let's try to break into George Lucas' ranch and steal a copy of the movie. And throughout the whole, I, I, I don't want to, like, give away the ending. Like, the last line in the movie is the funniest. But no, it, Go
0: ahead. It's so, Ben went with it's not like something that just came out or you're seeing it. Yeah, that's copy true. Of,
1: it's a obscure movie. So here we go. Spoiler a alert. Spoiler a movie alert. That, is several
0: years, that is years old. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, here's the, the, this, here's what happens. Go ahead. Jay. So the, the
1: whole, the whole time throughout the movie, they're, they're doing what you're saying. These guys are so uh, like hyped up about this. They, they, in their minds, it's going to be even better than the original. Like, and why wouldn't they think that at the end of the day? He made three awesome movies with a small budget. Now he's got an unlimited budget. So theoretically, it should be even better, right? Like, and that's and what's half. going on in their Jedi head.
0: Jedi is not great. Jedi was the writing on the wall in retrospect. You're like, ah, there's some pretty bad. But anyway.
1: Yeah. And so they're, they're like, you know, they're thinking it's going to be even better. And, there, and there's one guy that they run into, this bouncer, who's like a huge Star Wars guy that has, like, tattoos of Star Wars all over his body. And then he pulls up his, his, his shirt. And he's like, man, this is, this is going to be the shit when the movie comes out. And he's got a giant tattoo on his chest and his stomach of uh, little Anakin, like the kid Anakin from episode one, and Jar Jar Binks. And he was like, it's going to be the shit when the movie comes out, you know? And uh, like, it, it, they kind of hint at it there, but like the whole movie, you're sitting there thinking like if this was a real life thing, like if these guys were real people, they would be so fucking disappointed when the movie comes out. And so it, it, the end of the movie is it cuts to six months later, and their 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 friend is dead, and you know he got they let him watch it, but none of the other ones. So so now they're they're at the the theater. They've camped outside. They've done all that, and the you know the movie first starts, and the, the theater's packed with people, all in costumes, and he kind of looks over um, at, at the other ones, and he just gets this like recollection on it, like this is dawning on his face, and he looks over at the other guys, and he's like, hey guys what if the movie sucks? <laughs> and then they just kind of look at each other like, ah, oh. and then that's the end of the movie. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. I saw that. It is great. Yeah. I, I got uh, um, passes to a radio station, screening. So I was like first showing in Milwaukee Thursday at midnight when they, you know, do special premieres and like it was insane when the, the lights went down and everybody's cheering and then the twentieth century Fox comes up and you hear that bum 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 bump bum. Oh, yeah, bump, it'd be cool, man. And everybody's going nuts. And then Yeah, that, that's the scene t- I'm talking t- about. Yeah. That. That's what they say it all here. Yeah. It's exactly what you said though. When the movie ended and the credits rolled, everybody was just looking at one another like, What the <laughs> fuck was that?
1: Dude, I would give anything to hop into a time machine and see Star Wars episode one in the theater with really the much. angry nerds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'd oh, be beautiful. As that like, would know, be like. You know what
0: would be great. Is you know how um, sometimes when they release a horror movie, they do the, they show it in the theater in advance screening with hidden cameras. So they show a commercial then of, oh yeah, of the yeah. audience jumping and screaming and being scared. I would love to have had cameras on to Star Wars. To make like Wars an commercial <laughs> <And> just, <to, laughs> an just to show people getting for Star Wars, angrier one. <laughs> and angrier and falling asleep and just like. I mean, the instant Just, Jar Jar Binks walks on the screen, they're they're thinking, what the fuck is this? And oh, pudgy
1: man. dudes in Jedi costumes, their faces turning all red and getting all like oh, until their like pimples burst and everything. Yeah. And what was that, that would be that would be funny is,
0: is the kid that played little Anakin is I mean he was really bad, but you know you can't get angry at that he's a kid. So I mean you're you're not really gonna like oh that that kid was horrible for the movie. You get angry at Lucas for casting him. But to me, what was funny is that Hayden Christensen was somehow worse. And that was almost a nice consistency. Like, okay, the little ba- little child uh, Darth Vader can't act. So let's hire a shitty 20-something actor who can't act. And they get Hayden Christensen. Yeah, and, it's all about context. And uh, so I thought that was a nice uh, consistency. And what's funny is I have I've only seen each movie one time. And I refuse to ever watch them again because they're so bad. But... Um, on my Facebook, I posted a video, someone, some nerd with too much time on his hands and who is a genius made a video called club hell or hell's club or something like that. And he took snippets or characters from movies like Carlito's way and Scarface and collateral and Saturday night fever and, and put all the characters in one extended scene and it's brilliant, and it looks seamless almost. But one <laughs> nice. of the things in it is also it opens with Star Wars with um, with Hayden and Owen McGregor walking in, and, and Hayden delivers one line. And I hadn't seen any of the Star Wars since seeing him in the theater and hating them. And it was just funny being thrown back just with one line going, oh, my God, he is so awful. You just watching yes. this brilliant video where Tom Cruise is interacting with the Terminator and Blade and I think uh, even Jean-Claude <laughs> Van Damme. It's, it's wonderfully edited and it works. It looks like it's an actual movie scene. But among all this is Hayden Christensen going, go back to your drinks, Jedi business. And you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> just awful.
1: Yeah, I see. The thing is. I was not that disappointed with episode one because I I did not have my expectations that high for it. Reason for that is, I remember roughly a year or two before the movie came out, and people were kind of waiting for it, they, they were re-releasing the, the first three, the original Star Wars yeah. on, on VHS, digitally remastered yes. for the highest VHS uh, in quality. <laughs> and and at the beginning of each one, they had a little interview by George Lucas. And I, I, I bought those, and I, I watched the interview, and at the beginning of the first one, he was talking about just getting the movies made. And he was talking about how he wrote nine episodes and you know of course the, the original ones are episode four episode five episode six we've already and it, he was it, talking it, about you're
0: gonna talk about the scripts because we've talked about this a couple times we have talked
1: about this okay yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. But, you know, basically he got shot
1: down three times when he submitted one through nine and then the other one he just submitted like you know the three in the middle and then poof here's your money for the movie so uh, logically speaking that means they weren't as fucking good you know what i mean like they probably didn't even read uh, i mean if, if, if they're you gotta think if you're a producer and somebody hands you nine episodes like nine movies and you start reading episode one and there's this weird jar jar binks character that's like weird he's he's like a blackface character only he's blue and he's got googly eyes oh me oh oh like you're going to read all nine fucking episodes after you read that? No. You're reading three pages of that, throwing it in the trash, and not giving this guy his money. So that's what I think happened. And that's why I sort of, I was hoping they'd be good, but I wasn't like, oh, these are going to be awesome. Because even as a kid, I was like, yeah, this uh, logic says it's not going to be as good a script. And if it's not as good a script, it's not going to be as good as a movie. Because I'm I'm sorry, you can have all the great actors in the world. If your script sucks, your movie's going to suck.
0: Well, and that's, I mean, I, I, I still, I admit I had my hopes really high, and I was trying to temper them. Uh, but the the way I was going to go is when you said they re-released all the other films, that was a first sign indicator of what was to come. One was like, oh, well, you know, Greedo shot first, and I'm going to add this and these digital things that I want to noodle and make different is like, like, yeah. shouldn't you be focusing on, like, the upcoming films instead of tweaking the old ones that were already perfect? Right. I mean, but he, he yeah. doesn't think they're perfect. He wanted to tweak them and make them better. And I I hated pretty much all the changes, even the different explosion of the Death Star when he added that yeah. cool, cool ring great. of fire. It's like, well, it's not cool. What was wrong with the original explosion? It was an explosion. Leave it alone. No, it, it, it looked weird. It the original
1: explosion kind of fit the rest of the stuff in the movie visually. Like it was the other stuff was made with the same budget. If you, if you throw a weird CGI thing in a movie from the seventies, that had a, you know, a sort of medium sized budget. Uh, it's not going to look right. It's like putting spinning rims on a Toyota Camry. It just, it doesn't look right. Just, just keep the fucking regular ones on there.
0: Like you just said, like in the seventies, they were using models and, uh, paintings. Like, if they needed a big hallway, they would paint it so that it had yeah. a depth. And to show... And to I thought paint, it looked cool, man. Yeah, and to put... I thought
1: it looked cooler than that computer shit. So Everything's yeah, computer. shit.
0: exactly like you just said. So to add shiny computer shit to make it different, it's like, ah, uh, it doesn't... It stands out and looks awkward.
1: Well... It's weird.
0: We just turned this into pretty much talking about Star Wars the whole time. We got we got a couple of minutes left. Anything uh, exciting uh, happen to you this week? Anything uh, on your radar? Um... I thought I had something but uh, not really um
1: we could we could talk about Trump man have we talked about him lately
0: nah, not for like several podcasts we haven't I try not to pay attention to him but go ahead what do you got I well no I I do I like
1: paying attention to him I think a, after watching the Republican debates I or by debates I mean the highlights by the highlights I mean the stuff that Trump said okay like <laughs> by. Watching that, I I have decided that this guy is the greatest thing to happen to politics in our country in a long time. The reason I say that is because in previous elections, it used to be the the evil billionaires that were secretly sort of running things behind the, the, the curtains and throwing money into the pockets of the candidates and everything. We had to sort of guess what they were up to. Now we actually get to hear one talk in the debates. And we get to see why shit's so fucked up in this country. It's because, oh, you're the type of dude who's, who's, who owns the politicians. And it, it's great because they used to sort of pretend that that sort of thing didn't go on, or at least not acknowledge it so much. But he was up there in the debate saying, oh, yeah, I, I buy out politicians on the left and the right, and they do what I say. And all the other guys up there had to just be like, ha yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say about that I, I It's a democracy still, I swear uh, It's it's just so interesting He is like a shiny orange mascot For everything that is wrong With politics in this country And now people have to acknowledge it They have to acknowledge that evil dudes Like this are the one calling the shots You know?
0: Uh, but the sad thing is, is people are Supporting him and believing in him I wish, I, I knew where it was I did a quick google while you were talking And I can't find it But um, Someone put, and I tried Googling Trump transcript verbatim, and I'm finding everything but the one I want. Uh, someone put up a snapshot of uh, his speech, a speech of his on the Iran nuclear deal, uh, verbatim. And it's this incoherent word salad of, it doesn't say anything. It's, it's a full page of, you know, Obama should have done this, but I'll tell you what I would do. My uncle was a businessman. And my uncle taught me. So I would do what my uncle did, which is to be a businessman. Because I tell you, if you send an ineffectual leader in there, well, but, and in the end he said, no, but he's all over the place. And I, I don't even begin to do it justice because I sort of stayed on point there a little bit. But I wish I could find the actual speech. I mean, he just, he rambles when he talks. Yeah. Well,
1: he was even doing that in the, in the debates when they would ask him questions. They would, they would ask him questions about like, oh, we you know why why do you call women in the media dogs and pigs and sluts and all that shit and he he was just sort of rambling People are too political correct these days. Let me tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to kick ISIS in the dick. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do. I don't, I don't care about how, how women feel about what I do to ISIS and, and a wall in Mexico. It's like, what are, you, wait a minute, what, are you, what are you talking about, man? You just you just you kind of said one thing that vaguely responded to that. And then you went off on talking points that you, you, you know, just
0: not even talking points. Uh, little
1: Jake, sound bites Jake a bit, is on you a know.
0: Bluetooth that's going dead you're breaking, oh you're you back stuff that, yeah it's stuff that it just issues that had nothing to do with what the I I think Jake's to. actually 10 seconds behind me now um, yeah yeah, oh, was, it, was it breaking up? yeah huge breaking really? up, I started talking to the listeners saying how you were breaking up and we couldn't hear you and, and uh, then you kept Great. on going so why don't we just sign off here we're we are almost at 29 minutes um, but better to do that than have one that becomes incoherent at the end
1: Fair enough. Let let me just say real quick that I think that every single debate should have not only the candidates, but their biggest donors as well. Like, so they get, they get asked the question, you know, like, Hey, what are you actually going to make this guy do? You get, you get to hear the donors talk.
0: I like that. All right. Uh, The last thing I'm going to say is uh, discovered something this week. I said I was going to move the RSS feed for our podcast. So you would not be able to get it from Podomatic, you'd only get it from SoundCloud? Well, guess what? I fucked up. I did not... So on Podomatic, the title is Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. On SoundCloud, it's Idiots on Parade. So guess what, folks? There are two versions of this on iTunes now. So on the Podomatic one, you can get it on iTunes, but it will only be current. It will only be a couple of them. If you switch to the Idiots on Parade and just nothing else on SoundCloud uh feed you will get all the episodes uh there'll be a catalog of them and you know you can go back and listen to anyone you want you can still listen to the new ones on podomatic but everything will be on soundcloud including on itunes so there you go i moved it but now we have two it's i didn't i didn't erase the old one so there you go we're out there twice all right thanks for listening jake take care my friend later